Hey, what's up? Thank you for tuning in and you're listening to a new episode of Unpopular and Incorrect. I'm testing one, two, three. Um, <laughs> I'm bad, bitches. Yes, it is me, Super Mom. So, in case you guys, well, hold on. Let me let me just back up. Okay, this is my welcome back episode. I hope everybody has been doing beautiful. It's been months. Has it has it possibly been a year? Cause you know you be pregnant nine months. I was only pregnant seven, but my babies are about to be five months. So, yeah, it's like. May, I, I want to say I haven't podcasted at all since I was pregnant. Well, oh, that's false because I have podcasts that say I'm I'm a twin mom. So clearly, I podcasted some some to some degree during my pregnancy before I let the shit go. But um, yeah, man, I'm back. Uh, I really, you know, this this is just my welcome back episode. I, I'm, you know, I just want to tiptoe on through here and uh, you know, speak to the people to see if the people still respond to me, Miss Thing Girl. But um, <clears throat> if you follow me, if you don't follow me, then, um, you know, this will be news to you. Not the pregnancy or anything, but just, you know, just uh, what I've been dealing with in the last couple of months. So um, I really just haven't been podcasting because it's hard as hell to be a mom, let alone. Let me take that back. Not hard as hell to be a mom. It is very demanding to be a mom. There's nothing hard about it at all very demanding and I have double trouble so um shout out to my two girls Astina Renee and Kata Marie okay those are my two princesses who um will be getting the throne you know when I'm gone and all that but it's gonna have to be when I'm gone (laughs) they're gonna be princesses until I'm here but um yeah, man, I hope y'all been doing dope. Like, you know, I shout out to everybody that has been reaching out to me, you know, uh, supporters of the podcast that often check in on me and say, like, you know, they, they, my, they Instagram aunties to my kids, man. All that love is dope, and we all need that in our village of support. So, um, yeah, I'm not going to really... Uh, like I said, it ain't really a topic episode. I just want y'all to know the bitch is back, okay, Miss Thing? So, you know... I still got the same, uh, no, 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 I actually do not have the same social media. My new social media at is Janae Days, which is J-E-N-A-Y-D-A-Y-S. That is on Instagram, that's on YouTube, and that is on um, Twitter, excuse me. Now, the reason I did that was because, I don't know if y'all remember this, but when I was a dancer, Bat girl, when you know they had nailed Jesus to the Christ girl, and then like right after that, they had freed the slaves. That's back when I was dancing, girl, like when they first built the pole. So, <laughs> back when I was dancing, I went by the name Seven, and then it just seemed like out of nowhere, everybody started wanting their nickname to be Seven. So, cool, I abandoned Seven, and I had always been went by Jay Mulatto long before I danced, right? So I was like, okay, cool. Everybody can have a seven name. So I become Jay Mulatto. And lo and behold, a rapper comes out named Mulatto. Now, I would have still rocked with my cock out with it. But it's just so much controversy all of a sudden now. Because, like, nobody like light-skinned women. like, Or let alone mixed women. And let me say this, not mixed with white. 
but you know nobody likes lighter skinned women you know like we we like the bottom of the totem pole the black people right now because everybody melanin is popping and i've been went through this shit with y'all it's Nobody wanted to be dark skinned because of insecurities. I'm glad everybody cool in the skin they in, but let's not beat other black people down just because you got your shit together now, my nigga. But again, whole nother topic for a whole nother day. So motherfuckers was acting like the word mulatto was just like so offensive to motherfuckers and shit. Like it just so I just was like, you know what? I don't even want to deal with niggas. I don't even want to get to the point where I have to have explain myself to a nigga because what I'm never going to do is explain some shit to motherfuckers. You fuck with it or you don't. You feel what I'm saying? Because even when people don't, let me let me tell y'all this much, okay? When people already don't fuck with you for a reason, it's really nothing you can say to change their mind. You can want to sit, you can want to have a seat at the table prime example with white people and explain why they shouldn't hate black people and it's always gonna be some but and it's gonna always be a it's, it's gonna be a dialogue there is no dialogue on why i feel a certain way and why you feel a certain way when you're hell bitten the way you feel and i'm telling you that that's you are paying you have the wrong vision of of what that word means to me and who I am. But if you hell bent in that, what the fuck is the point of the conversation? That's the type of nigga I am. If I know you so stronghold on some shit, there's no point to talk about it. But the opposite end of that is I'm so stronghold in me not giving a fuck that even if you would change your mind, I'm not open to the conversation. All right? So that's what the, I, I want that to be y'all motto for 2021. Okay? Don't be open to the conversation. Because y'all been too open for, about a lot of shit, okay? Y'all be too open about the, the conversation with these niggas, with these bitches who be your friends and backstab you some kind of way. Y'all be too open to sit down and to discuss shit. Let's stop discussing shit and just put out punishments, okay? Just give niggas their punishments and go. Because motherfuckers be knowing what the fuck they did, okay? Anyway. Oh, I'm jumping off topic. <clears throat> so I don't even know how why I said that, but let me just go back to me being a parent. Um, I just want to briefly tell y'all that childbirth is a motherfucker, okay? Okay, I've been waiting to tell y'all this. So the night I went into labor, mind you, when you have twins, they're born a month early because it's, you know, two humans in your body. They don't let you go full term. So they always... You have a due date based off of when you conceived, but your due date will usually be four, three to four weeks earlier than that. My babies were three weeks earlier than the three to four week early mark. So they were like two months early, right? They were born uh, almost six pounds, both of them. So yeah, that's why I was so huge. Okay. But, um, the night I went into labor, it was so much shit going on. That's why I went into labor. Like, um, everybody was saying they didn't think I was going to make it because my babies were so, like, like I said, they were six pounds when they almost six pounds. So, like, niggas was like, be another month, bitch. You tipping over. Nobody thought I was going to make it, and I didn't. So, the night I went into labor, it was, like, crazy shit going on in my neighborhood. Like, it was a shootout. Actually, it was a shootout at my baby daddy's job, and he called me outside with, with crime scene tape and shit behind him. And I'm like... What? Like, why the fuck? I couldn't figure out why he would call me a pregnant, emotional bitch. You know what I'm saying? Like, with that kind of shit in the background. So, that went on. Then it was like somebody had stole the tag off my car So in the midst of this shootout. And then something else was happening. I can't remember. But all that was stressing me out that night. So, like, I was having contractions. Pause. 
I've heard people be like contractions is just like a hundred times worse than cramps. Let me just give y'all the heads up. Stop comparing contractions and cramps. They're nowhere. You can't even one hundred thousand times cramps. Them them shit so different. Contractions is really crazy. It's really crazy as hell. And to be honest, it's worth it. It's the worst part of childbirth because the pushing the baby out shit really. I don't want to, you know, make nobody sound like no bitch, but the pushing the baby out part was easy. It's that contraction shit that be beating your ass for hours, right? So all this stuff was stressing me out. So you have little, you know, fake contractions. Your whole, like, wants you to be like five, six months called Braxton Hicks. Your body preparing you for labor, you know. So, and um, I had been to the hospital maybe a week before that from, like, having contractions and my and, my, and the doctor's calmed the contractions down and was like, we're going to send you home. It's a little too early. Like, you know, we don't want to take the baby. So I'm like, okay, cool. So this particular night when I actually did go into labor, it was so much going on. Like I I was having contractions, but I was like, okay, I did, I did this last week. I'm getting closer. So things just, I'm starting to feel things more different, stronger. After about four hours, it just was getting stronger. They were getting closer together. And what really made me go to the hospital was like a bitch looked down at her stomach and like my back, I could see the outline of one of my babies. Like that's how hard my stomach was contracting. And my baby, and I, I just always think like when you, when stuff like that going on, it has to be uncomfortable for your baby. So like I called my mom and my mom was like, yeah, you know, tell, tell baby daddy, go ahead, grab the bag, put it in the car. Y'all go to the hospital. Now, mind you, COVID ruined my pregnancy because my mama should have been at the hospital with me. You know what I'm saying? My family should have been coming with balloons and shit. But, like, they treated me and my baby my baby daddy like we terrorists. We can't go in and out. And, you know, we got on fucking scuba masks and shit like that. <clears throat> so, we get to the hospital. Mind you, <clears throat> everybody, duh, birth is different. So, like, I didn't feel like I was in labor because, uh, you know, I didn't, my water didn't break. I'm just contracting. But, um. I get to the hospital and they do an ultrasound or whatever and they check my baby's heartbeat and they're like, your baby is in distress. Like, one of your babies is very stressed out, you know, and I know what they was. It was that contraction shit. Like, my, I, the whole way to the hospital, that shit was tearing me up every time I had the contraction. It literally looked like my baby was trying to punch my belly button out, bitch, and jump out the motherfucking stomach. So, they was like, yeah, we're going to have to go ahead and take the babies. You know, we're going to go ahead to induce your labor. So they gave me some medicine to induce my labor. But in the midst of this, I had preeclampsia. That's something I caught like right at the end. High blood pressure. So that's very common in black women and it's very dangerous. So that was another reason that I had to go into, they had to induce my labor was because the preeclampsia. Girl, in the midst of this, I was too late. I waited too long to really get drugs. So I had to get fentanyl, okay? Okay, bitch? That's it. But let me tell y'all something about fentanyl. I see why it's hot on the streets, okay? All right? I see why niggas is dying and putting that shit in Percocets and whatever. That shit had me feeling real breezy, all right? <laughs> my friends and family was calling me in the hospital like, oh, my gosh, on FaceTime crying. Happy I was going to give birth. I was geeked out of my fucking mind. <laughs> One of my friends, Erica, called me, and she was, like, crying, like, oh, my God, it's really happening. And I was like, bitch, I am so high. This is, like, the wrong fucking time. <laughs> 
<laughs> to be on the phone crying with me. So shout out to fentanyl. I'm not suggesting nobody start or look for fentanyl. But what I'm saying is, if you want it, I get it. Okay. <laughs> but, um, Anyway, so yeah, I wasn't. That was that went on when they, you know, I had to dilate my ten centimeters. That that was like maybe ten hours, no food. I was eating ice chips, thirsty as a motherfucker, trying to let the ice chips melt and drink it. But you can't have no fluids. Oh, also let me back up. In the midst of all that stress, I was having diarrhea before I went to the hospital. That's important because a lot of people shit on the table when they give birth. I fortunately had shit every content out of my body before I had even got to the hospital. So therefore I did not poop on the table. So it's like 30 minutes to an hour before they finna take me into the operating room because twin moms do not deliver in delivery rooms. We deliver in operating rooms because they might have to operate on us. It might just have to be a C-section. They never know. So 30 minutes, no, actually not even, it was, it was like four to five hours before I was giving birth. She was like, how do you want to give birth? And I was like, I was hoping vaginally. And she was like, that's the kind of delivery that we're, that I want you to do. <clears throat> so I was, I still, all my pregnancy, I was told like I was probably gonna have to have a C-section because it was two, that was big. I pushed them babies out my coochie. So when you talk, when you speak on me, bitch, make sure you address me as Superwoman J from now on, okay? Because I popped two six-pound humans out my pussy hole, okay? You're going to have to talk to me different, all right? You're going to have to talk to me nice. And I did it on the smallest amount of drugs, okay? And one of my babies was breached. So I I delivered two motherfuckers that was Big for twins, as well as somebody who was motherfucking upside down, who was trying to east side stump out my vagina. Okay, and um, after that, yeah, it was the it was one of the <clears throat> excuse me, not one of it was the best day of my life thus far, and um, I was stitched up four different times. So yeah, this pussy is new. Okay, so. Also address me as new pussy J. All right. If you're going to speak on me, tell the people how my pussy is new and how I'm a superwoman. <laughs> but um, the saddest part about my whole journey into going into motherhood, bitch, was be, I was in the hospital five days for my vaginal birth. Anybody who know anything about childbirth after life, it's 48 hours, they send you home. So like I had to wait till I could walk. And I still had my catheter in for like three, four days. And my babies went to NICU. Not because anything was wrong with them, like they were breathing their own oxygen, but a medicine that they gave me because of the preeclampsia to get my blood pressure down was called magnesium. And magnesium worked as a, a like a drowsy Benadryl for like my kids. So like they were very sleepy that they couldn't even suck. So they were in NICU. For about like four days, I want to say that shit felt like eternity, y'all. I I can't even express to you what it's like to come home without your kids, and my kids was alive, but I literally pushed two kids out of my coochie and came home with not one. Prior to going to the hospital, who gonna watch my dog when I'm in the hospital? So my mama had my dog. Now, mind you, all this is important to what I'm about to say next. Told y'all my car tag was stolen. So I had like a tag stolen thing written on the car. 
my baby daddy had came to the house to clean up and stuff before I was coming home, got pulled over and was arrested. Was in jail, bitch, for two or three weeks just because of COVID, like waiting on the motherfucking lawyer to be able to go down there. As soon as he got to Clayton County, bitch, it was on lockdown. It was so fucking crazy. Mind you, this is the third day I'm in the hospital, so he don't, like, because we don't know when I'm going to go. So, you know, it's feeling, that was the day I got, like, got my catheter taken out and all this. So, he want to rush home, make shit special for me, bitch, got locked up. So, once I done had these babies and I'm released for the hospital, I came home to no nigga, no, with no babies and no dog, bitch. And my house is not a home. Bitch, I was at home crying, depressed, feeling like a shot. I'm looking in the mirror at this woman. Rain on, Lord, won't you take it? Depressed, okay? And my titties leaking the milk. I got to pump and freeze milk because I ain't got no babies to feed it to. I'm also trying to recover and be depressed at the same time, and I still had to drive to the hospital every day to see my kids. Mind you, when you have a kid, when you have two kids, I have twins, when you have multiples and they are in the NICU, because of COVID, a baby, you can, uh, uh, you can only visit one person per day. And a baby can only have one visitor per day. So that means I was literally having to decide which motherfucking baby I was going to see, bitch. When I tell you that shit had me feeling crazy as hell, like a terrible person, it just so happens like, I think like the second or third day I came. It was the third day, matter of fact, because it was like right before we was going to go. The third day I came, you know, they rotate the nurses and one nurse saw me like sitting with my baby. Mind you, my baby's laying next to each other so the lady like oh you the twin oh you you want to hold them both like this bitch had a heart to let me like what's the difference why why can't i see both my babies bitch i'm in here what you mean they i can't see but one person a day bitch that's impossible how i had two kids what are y'all talking about so i was battling so much shit so the last motherfucking thing i was thinking about was a podcast and i really was thinking about giving this shit up because i see the shit that has taken off the podcasts that started after me that are way bigger than me now. And I feel like, no offense to nobody, it's like bullshit content. It's like the same content everybody does. The whole Twitter debate topics and shit. All the shit I tell y'all I try to steer away from. That's the shit everybody seems to gravitate to and blow up. And I just feel like if that's what everybody wants, then maybe this not what I'm supposed to do. But I got to the point, you know, after talking to many people and then getting to this realization of who I am and where I'm, where I am, where I'm supposed to go and what I am to, supposed to be to other people. It don't really matter about the volume of, you know what I'm saying, the volume of listeners as much as it matters about who are the listeners. Because it's just like artists. They could have all these motherfucking fans. We have all these motherfuckers who stream music. Now, this matters now. But you know, you're going to get what I'm saying when I get to the end. The streams do matter. However, it do, you're going you're gonna to focus your music towards a certain genre of people who are going to buy concert tickets. You get what I'm saying? That's why people wonder why niggas like Usher do other music and shit. It's Because y'all niggas not buying concert tickets. You feel me? Like, tickets be higher now. 
y'all, it's just the expense that those people, y- y'all don't want to pay. And he knows this group of people will. And it's not even about race in the demographics. It's, just about, it's not just about race. You get what I'm saying? So I'm saying my listeners are very important, no matter if it's just a thousand or I'm not saying it's just a thousand of y'all, but you get what I'm saying versus the million of people. Like, I'm going to just go ahead and say this shit. I'm not sure what y'all niggas are so enthralled in with poor minds that really, I don't know what the fuck that's about, but whatever. And everybody want them on and not. It's just, it's just very tricky. So I'm just like, I'm going to just. I'm just going to stay in my lane and just let my lane be it. Because podcasting is just like music. It's R&B, it's pop, it's rap, it's techno. You feel me? So I was looking at podcasting as just podcasting versus where I'm at in the podcasting world and where I'm supposed to be. And I know I'm not going to change to be mainstream as as the other podcasts. But it's cool for what I want to do. And there's a path for me to be just successful just as successful along my path. You feel what I'm saying? Still doing the skincare. I actually stopped for a bit because, you know, it's very demanding when you have new babies. But now that they about to be five months, we on the schedule like every day I know what's going on. You feel what I'm saying? So no 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 no. Sorry, y'all, this is my dog. I wasn't calling you. <clears throat> Excuse me. I wasn't calling you. Sorry, girl. But you know, so now I know how to maneuver to make my inventory to make sure, you know, so that when I get these orders, I can ship them out, go to the post office. You feel me? Like, I know I can podcast once a week on a Friday after I put my babies to bed. I'm back in the motion, okay? That's basically what I came to tell y'all is that I am back in a motherfucking motion, but I'm actually better in this ocean, okay, bitch? Y'all ain't even ready for what I got going on. So I'm wrapping it up because I'm just saying what's up before I talk to y'all next week and we really talking about topics. Um, Again, okay, and I said again. So relaunching the skincare July 1st, July 1st, July 1st skincare is being relaunched. I've been making shit every day all month and I'm not so just because I'm never going to like never going to sell out, never going to tell y'all like. It's out. I'm not making that no more. I'm stocked up until the season is changing and I'm changing the scent. You feel what I'm saying? But I have manifested and I believe wholeheartedly that y'all are going to make me the new soap lady. Okay. The new bath experience lady. Okay, bitch. I feel like y'all going to share Y'all reviews with other people, tell people about my business, share my posts, and y'all doing that now already. And I'm very appreciative of that. Um, I signed my kids um, LLC for my business. So I'm trying to get them ahead of the game so everybody shop and make my babies thousandaires. I know millionaires, a little, it's a little much to ask, but we can make them some thousandaires right now, okay? So um, you know you shop that July 1st, Body J dot com i the site is up but i would like for y'all to wait because i'm not trying to make no orders i want everybody to be writing like an album release on the first okay so um i told you my social media now is janae days that is j-e-n-a-y-d-a-y-s okay i'm about to start going live on instagram to keep the get the traffic back coming to the page and discussing topics 
you know, and all that good stuff, as well as promoting the skincare and back to promoting the podcast. I hope I did okay. Feel like I was just rambling, but I always just ramble with y'all because y'all my folks. Feel me? And I'm y'all folks, right? So, um, I just want to thank y'all, man, for coming back to me. Like, you know what I'm saying? This is that kind of relationship I need. You know, I'm sorry, baby. I fucked up, but like, I, I won't do it again. You feel me? Like, I love you. That's what y'all, that's me telling y'all. I love y'all. Don't leave me. Don't leave me, girl. Just stay with. All right. So, um, <clears throat> it's been an awesome welcome back talk. Um, stay tuned because we're doing this every Friday. Okay. I used to do it once a week and never had a fucking set date. But I got kids, so all I got now is a schedule. So it will be Fridays. I will, tr- yeah, it'll be Fridays at 10 p.m. every week from now on. So make sure you you spread the word. And I thank y'all for tuning in, all the chicks and all the dicks. And if you're a chick with a dick, whatever, you know, everybody. If you're non-binary, if you're trans elephant, if you are pan, balloon, whoever you are, <clears throat> Thank you for coming back and tuning in with me. You have been listening to a new episode. No, 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 no. Episode of Unpopular and Incorrect.